Kokorongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move that body Tēnā koe te katoa e te iwi E whakarongo mai nā i o koutou kāinga I Aotearoa o tira i te ao Nau mai hoki mai ki te punua pāho nei O taringa e whakapāho atu nei I te wānanga Aotearoa From the bustling metropolis of Te Aomutu And Anei māua e mihi atu nei Māua ko te puaheiri And today we're joined by a very special guest Te Taiwaku Hoa Mauroa Leon, te heke tū, ka mihi ki a koe, te nā koe nau mai. Te nā koe, te nā koru. Te nā korero mai tō iwi nō whea koe. He nui tonu aku iwi, te tāke taku māma, nō tū hoi nō Ngāti Prou, te tahi wāhanga hoki ona nō roto Ngāti Kauhinu. Taku pāpā, he whāngai anō hoki taku pāpā, engari kōna toto, nō roto Kauhinu o te whānau āpanui me Taranaki, engari ko Ngāti Puna, i mōhi o rā mātou, ngā mokopuna, nā rāwe hoki i tō mātou pāpai whāngai, nō roto o kone, o waikato nei, o tira nō roto o kāwhia, ngāti koura, ngāti wairere, ngāti whāwhākia. Tāna whāia, tōna pāpā nō roto o te arawa, tūaurangi ngāti wāhia o ngā i te rangi. Te nā koe, nau mai me o iwi maha. Te nā koe au te rāi. Ai, and I'm sure there's some listeners out there koe nā nō o rātou iwi koe tahi ko a kōrero tia rā e koe. Nō reira. E hoa e mihi ana ki a koe. Mohea e tangata puku mahi koe. And e te iwi ko tā tātou kaupapa i te rā nei is kupu, kupu, kupu. And we talk about an aspect of te reo Māori. It's around te reo Māori. Koe nā te kaupapa whānui ko te reo Māori. And we've covered things about like... mihi and whai kōrero and all sorts of other kaupapa and our kaupapa today is whakawhiti reo. So it's about translation, we're going to be talking about translation, te reo Māori ki te reo Pākehā and te reo Pākehā ki te reo Māori. But before we launch into our kaupapa, we're going to throw it over to te heke tū e mana e kōrero mai hā tātātou kiwaha. Te kiwaha o te rā nei ko rarawe noaiho. Rarawe noeho Rarawe noeho Kiwaha nga māu ko tō tātou tuahine Ko pānia i Arai te mea nga māu i hanga Nga te mea he kupu tahi to kehoki Te rarawe Engari nga māu i hahu mai Kia whitikina noa e te rā Hei whakamārama i te māma noeho O tētahi āhuatanga O tētahi mahi Koeira te tikanga o te rarawe noeho Rarawe noeho. Rarawe noeho. Easy. Easy as that. Easy as that. Easy as that. Sort of like same as piece of cake. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. Rarawe noeho. Rarawe. Rarawe noeho. So I'm sure our kōrero is going to be rarawe noeho. Aye, aye, aye. Nō rea, e te iwi, koe nā tātātou kiwa, rarawe noeho, e te tu your puna kupu. Aye, get your tongue around them. Your puna kiwa, I should say. And tirohia tā tātou whārangi pukamata. Kei reira nga kiwaha kua kōrero ketia. I roto i nga punua pāho ka mahoe kenei. Nō reira e hoa mā, tā tātou kaupapa. Whakawhiti reo. And 
you know, I know there's going to be a lot of them going, oh, yeah, Chance Nation. Mm. Yeah, that's, well, that's Such a riveting <laughs> topic. But at this, on the other hand, manuhi ano, I know that there's, there's a lot out there that do have lots of questions and we've had them through our Facebook page. Tuatahi ake i te mea karetaku hoa nei e whakapuhipuhi aia. Ko te heke tū te tahi ki au nei, uh, kei te taumata o te reo Māori. Tikaano. Uh, you know, a lot of people call me mātanga reo, kareo e, kareo e whakapunu ki tērā karangatanga <laughs> moku. Engari, ka ki au he mātanga reo uh, a te heke tū. Aye. And he's somebody to aspire to for everybody. And we came to know one another I roto i nā manu kōrero many, many, many years ago <laughs> uh, when, we, oh, when, we, <laughs> when we competed. Many, many kiwa anō tēnā. <laughs> tika, and then we reconnected when he was teaching at Te Wānonga o te aroa, i te rawa. And then since then, through Te Panekiritanga o te reo. And ko te heke tū te tahi o nā kaituruki, so he's one of the support tutors of Te Panekiritanga o te reo who supports him, himself and Pānia, along with myself and Pakake, but uh, in re- in respect of Te Reo Māori, him and Pāni are the left and right hand, I guess, of Sir, Sir. Dr. Timo Tikaretu. Oh, Dr. Sir, Dr. Sir. Dr. Sir, mm. Dr. Sir. Mm. So, we're credentials, yep. and uh Reo is your bread and butter, Neha? Um, pretty much, yeah. Uh, most of my paid work is around translating. Mm. Mm. Give us an idea of some sort of things yeah. that you... <laughs> yeah. Um, no, <laughs> it's not as it's not a piece of cake, but I've been fortunate to be um, a part of translating some of the documents around treaty settlements, government documents, and school uh, NZQA examinations, and a whole plethora of kopapa. Men are men are Oh yeah, less ngaho than there are. <laughs> <laughs> Some cartoons? Yes. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, sorry, I'm thinking of translating as opposed to interpreting. Yeah, translating cartoons, te puka puka, etahi puka puka, te puka puka rangi. So how did that type of work come to you? Or did you, was it something you pursued or was it a natural progression? Uh, good question. I can't remember. I think, I think it was, it just sort of started somewhere and then it sort of snowballed into more work coming from that oh. area. Did someone go, translate this? And then they said, you're pretty good at this. You're like, No, I don't, I don't know where it, where it started, but um, I do remember one of the earliest translation works I did was with um, Panya's Ako. Oh, uh, right. Ako oh, series? Ako yeah. series. Yeah. The um, yeah. On, um, Kiwaha section. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can watch that. You can yeah. still look that up too. Do you? Yeah, the Aqua series. I think I, I forgot to say that um, you know, ko, ko te o mahi um, he huri ki na kura reo, ko tato, mm-hmm. and um, usually that's what you teach at kura reo, mm-hmm. eh, is fakafiti reo. Yeah, and that was also another sort of change when I first started at kura reo. Mm. It was grammar. Mm. I got switched to the Fakamaori world. Well, I think that's because it, no one else wanted it. And so, I, <laughs> <laughs> and so I was Just left with it. Usually the, uh, <laughs> the situation is... So you talked about translating cartoons and settlement documents. Yeah. So there must be a... that's a, Those are two extremes. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you maintain, say something, a cartoon, which is something that's funny or entertaining, how do you maintain that type of 
uh, those nuances within te reo, what's the, the key for a translation or an interpreter? Yeah, well, it's, it's important to have a broad understanding of the language so that you're not just someone who can only translate formal mm. documents. You've got to have um, understanding of both formal and informal vernacular or conversations and vocab and mm. idioms and things like that. Uh, otherwise, yeah, you run the risk of not being able to translate certain things because your language doesn't allow you to do that. Mm. So it's not um, an easy thing, but once you get into the swing of it, uh, it doesn't take too long before mm. you're um, breezing through it. When you get the flow, eh? Yeah. yeah. And and when we, you know, we worked on the Waikato River, was it 30,000 words or something? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the most I've done in terms oh, okay. of translation, right. but... Um, yeah, I've, you know, I've got memories of when you and Pania came around home and we were sitting there with our, making sure That's that right. our particular kupu matched up because mm-hmm. we created a lot of kupu as well mm-hmm. when oh. we done that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when you get your flow on, karere noe, rarawe noe ho. Te mahi, but then there'll be times you have a bit of writer's block. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely something you need to be disciplined. You need to discipline yourself. Very much so, I think, yeah. Ki whaka Māori, ki te whaka whiti reo. I te koro koe mo te you know, translation, interpretation. How did it get done? What's the difference between translation and interpretation? Uh, well, my understanding is that translating is is referring to text, written text, mm-hmm. and interpreting is referring to oral speech. So when you're translating in court or at a tribunal hearing or something like that, or even on the marae mm. for a guest who doesn't speak Māori, um, that's what technically is called interpreting. Mm. And translating is when you have a text, written text in front of you and you translate it. I think it's because when you're doing translating, the text is in front of you and so you have, a, you have time to be able to uh, look at it and provide a direct translation. Uh, interpreting on the other end is when someone's talking mm. and sometimes, if, especially if you're doing simultaneous um, interpreting, um, it's virtually impossible to do a word verbatim translation of the speech. So I think they call it interpreting because you have to sometimes go outside of the direct translation right. boundaries mm. um, to ensure that you're still giving a close enough message or, or translation of what's being said. And sometimes you get caught out, hey? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you're going to get caught out. I mean, it's impossible. Like I said, it's virtually impossible to give a word verbatim. Um, when you're, Especially if you're doing simultaneous interpreting you've got to be able to let it go yeah uh, sometimes it can occupy your mind yeah stuffed up their phrases and, yes their and, phrases wh- and while you're too busy thinking about that another five sentences have been uttered yeah, yeah, yeah. and so yeah. you have to try and catch it. up oh yeah, yeah it's, it's very yeah. difficult and especially I mean, if you're uh, translating uh, interpreting for Timothy well we have I have and you know I made sure I told him before uh, we were put into the um, interpreting booth at the Waitangi Tribunal hearing for Te Kohanga Reo, we said to him, oh, when I said, when I say we, I mean Pani and I, we said to him, remember, there are people interpreting what you're saying, so take, you know, slow it down a bit. Mm. And and in Timothy fashion, he said, oh, hey, hamaku, <laughs> I don't care. Mm-hmm. And so he just went, you know, ten to the dozen and... Mm. And so, says a few, uh, he was okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he and like it was virtual. It was impossible for me to be able to yeah. 
capture everything he said. Um, <laughs> and sometimes he would he would say something and purposely wait for us to <laughs> interpret it because it would be something funny. Yeah, yeah, for him, um, yeah, for, for the business. Yeah, he's doing it for his own entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he would he would stand there and then he'd say, okay, te tatari aukia, puta mai te whakapaka anga, ta, anga autayane. <laughs> and then, so, because the crowd would laugh, nga mea mohi o ki te kororo Māori, those that could understand what he was saying in Māori. Uh, but the judges, they they had to wait for the interpretation. Mm. And so that would come like three seconds later or five seconds later. So the crowd had finished laughing and then the judges would laugh. All right. Now it's from that occasion that now we use one of his lines that you <laughs> didn't really interpret. Not me. It wasn't oh, was me. It? Oh. Well, actually, no, I uttered the interpretation, but Panya fed it to me. <laughs> Timothy was talking about someone, I won't mention names, about someone who had a, a particular philosophy Mm. On something, and um, the, one of the judges asked, "Oh, is is that how so and so views that particular, whatever it was? I can't remember what the the kaupapa was." And Timothy said, "I, kahinga pera yeah," and because I was in the midst of interpreting a sentence prior to to mm. that particular statement, I asked Pania, "What did he say?" <laughs> come come here, yeah. and Pania said, oh, "Iki ya kahinga pera yeah." She falls that way, <laughs> and I, so you know, I didn't didn't have enough time to really think about what she said, or and so I just <laughs> I just repeated what she said, and yeah. I said she falls that way. And as soon as I had said that, I I um <laughs> I was startled, and I looked and I said, "Cold, <laughs> but it was too late; it had already gone out. And so, I, if we like I said, if you get stuck with something and think, "Oh no, I've got to correct that," then you'll then you will have missed another two mm. or three sentences and and you'll always be, be behind the eight ball. Mm. So in that instance, that kahinga pera was the literal translation. Really, he was using it in like a kiwa, honey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. He was so using the interpretation it. of that kahinga pera mm. was meant to be... Oh, God. Um, was inclined that way? Inclined. Yeah. She's that way, she's that way, she's that way inclined. Yeah, yeah. Kahinga mm. pera, mm. yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we do, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So you were talking about the box before we know enough. Before I asked the question, what the difference between translation and and interpretation, mm-hmm. and then you said you got to put more license to mm-hmm. move out of the box, mm-hmm. and uh, that that box you'd use or have mm-hmm. when you're translating. Mm-hmm. So what what is that box? What 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 are the values and your values and principles when you're translating to guide you? Yeah, well, when doing um, my translating license, one of the key messages that was um, drummed into us was don't omit anything that's in front of you. So don't leave something out purposefully anyway. Mm. Uh, and don't embellish mm. um, something. So sometimes we can... Especially with the treaty settlements, sometimes you know the emotions can get to yeah. you, and you'll see something and you think, "Oh, you know what? The injustices that were dealt mm. you know, upon our people," and you want to add something that that, mm. that um, yeah, you drive it in. Yeah, to drive mm. something in to say how mm. badly our people were treated or or something like that. But your job as a translator is to only 
translate what's on on the paper, not what you would like to be on the paper. Um, so one of the principles, I suppose, of of translation is don't omit anything and don't add anything mm. to what's in front of you. It's important to look at the context of the text. Te horopaki. Te horopaki, yeah. Horopaki, context. Um, and the genre, mm. the mood, oh, all mm. those types of things. So, you know, how you would translate a legal document is going to be totally different to how you would translate a cartoon. A cartoon. Mm. So you wouldn't use the same language, you wouldn't use the same tone, you wouldn't use the same structures and the same expressions. Yeah, it's uh, So, yeah, so th- those are the things too. Another really key thing I really want to emphasise is having your work proofread. You know, it's pretty, you, you have to be pretty arrogant to think that you don't make any mistakes. Mm-hmm. So it's really important. I, you know, obviously there are going to be times when you don't have the time mm. to get it proofread if it's a really um, an urgent translation and they mm. need it within a, an hour or so. Mm. Sometimes you won't be able to get that. But when and when you do have the time mm. um, and the means, then, then you should get your work proofread. Exactly. Yeah, some by someone who you trust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> by someone you, you, you trust so you has the eye way. for detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Has an eye for detail and um, also has the capability to do do the work. Mm. So within, like, say, you do court translations or mm-hmm. settlement translations, do you come across words in which you have to um, create new Maori words? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a well, not a daily thing, but it's a it's a reoccurring thing. No. Um, having to translate new concepts, new ideas, uh, new uh, words, new expressions, mm. because they they weren't expressions in the days of our ancestors. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. We have to find something that's that still captures a Maori essence, mm. but also is relevant to the expression being translated. Aye. And so what? how does one translate, um, say, a, a word into a, a Pākehā word into a Māori word? Is there a formula in which one must um, follow? Or do you try and maintain, uh, I guess you try and maintain the te whakāro Māori neha? Yeah, koenei a mēna i te essence, the Māori essence, koenei te whakāro te wairua Māori pe. Yeah, what's... You can go down two paths. One path is just to get the phonetics of the word and like like our ancestors did with a lot of Pākehā words, like eroprena and mm. tepu for tepu, etc., etc. Or you can go down the other path of looking at the word, the context of the word, what it means, what its oh. what what its purpose is, mm. how it's used, etc., etc., and grab Māori words that represent those things, like um, rorohiko, for example. Oh. Mm. Um, which is a good example, you know. I mean, that an electric brain is for me is a very good, very, yeah, very yeah. good it way of, of, of um, mm. capturing what yeah. a computer is. Reminds me of the exercise we did with Hemi Kelly about an instrument in which uh, it can freeze and also cook coin. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot yeah. what that was called. Yeah, yeah, because you probably never 
ever going to have one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll ever need one. <laughs> well, we have two. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. have a fridge. We exactly. have a fridge. Yeah, yeah. We and have a microwave. Yeah, yeah. I think that's because you could like snap free something, eh? Like, oh. ch- like yeah, you quick can chill it. Quick chill it. Yeah, snap, and then yeah. you can, yeah, yeah. And, and still cook food. Yeah. Oh. So it's sort of like a microwave that does the reverse. Yeah. As well. Mm. So one of the words that came out, which I thought was pretty cool, was fittingao or pungao, which is a changing of the molecular structure in a quick way. So it was, yeah, 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 a different, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine saying that though in a sense, iro to i te reo. Yeah, yeah. Fitting out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fitting out. Fitting out. Fitting out. Fitting out. Fitting I think that's something that people need to be careful of because, you know, with social media and Google and, yeah, yeah. you know, everything. And now we've got all these wordsmiths, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm not putting people off, but <laughs> self-professed, self-professed wordsmiths yeah. who are making up kupu. <laughs> so, yeah, perfect ofakaro. Like, where does that sit, you know, creating words and things like that? What gives you or myself the license to make mm-hmm. kupu? So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, everyone has a right to create a word. I mean, mm. that's how... Words are created. I mean, no one, no one. There is no one particular body that that gets to decide what word yeah, is yeah. appropriate for whatever. It's just uh, uh, how it is validated, I suppose, is through the use, the use of, of, of it. Yeah. So, um, if the mutu decides, oh, we like that word, then that becomes the valid word, yeah. I suppose, for mm. that particular thing. So, like a um, hoey for selfie. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, I personally. Yeah. Despise the word ahoi. I think because what one, it just didn't sound Maori. Mm. Two, it doesn't truly capture what a selfie is mm. because a selfie isn't always yourself. And the yeah, isn't right. always <laughs> me. Yeah. Or, or, or on my own, it's sometimes a selfie is me with others. Yeah. Um, and so it's and it's not about me. Yeah, mm. And so I think whoever heard the word thought it, that's what it meant. It yeah. was about me, but mm. it's not about me. Sometimes it's about you know being with others and, and capturing. So others it's a ma- matoi. <laughs> matoi. Well, <laughs> if there's more than two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and so that was. Yeah, I I didn't like that personally, and I think um, some people picked it up. Mm. But um, I don't think it's no. very much yeah, used now. I haven't to your, heard, uh, yeah, to your relief, it's yeah. been gone. Yeah, 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 much to my relief. Yeah. 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 yeah, and people bring it up now and again. I think more is a joke than. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. I think yeah. now it's sort of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we say, kupu mo te selfie. Kote kupu a te hau mihiata me taku pai ki te ra kupu ana. Kote kiri ahua. So kiri being self. Mm-hmm. And ahua being a photo mm. from fakahua. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's a compound word of kiri mm. and fakahua and truncated to kiri ahua. So while we're on fakahua, because mm. I've had this discussion with mm-hmm. people, and I said to them, stop saying tangohia he fakahua. <laughs> Yeah. Or tango whakāhua. Uh-huh. So this is following the, you know, whaka, this is whakāro pākea. So mm-hmm. tango whakāhua, take a picture. Mm-hmm. Engari, yeah. what we'd just say... Fakahua tia. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Because tango is to literally is take. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Taking. So, if I was to say tango here, taku fakahua, yeah. I would have a fakahua and you would take, take it, it from f- me. Yes. Yeah. Take away pretty much is tango. Yeah. Not just take in the sense of take. I mean, take is such a general word too. It's not, it uh, doesn't just mean. Yeah. Yeah. Given its meaning and context. Yeah. Though, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, take a photo is. It's just fakahua. So you would say 
you know, can you take a photo of me, māua hau e whakāhua, yeah. not māua e tango whakāhua. What about some of these translations, you know, like, you know, I find them quite funny. <laughs> people have a go at saying something and it's not putting people down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I, you know, it's have a little chuckle about them. Yeah. Like, I'm feeling down. Yes. Kei te whawhā ki raro. Kei te whawhā yeah. oh, ki raro. okay. Yeah. I'm feeling I'm feeling down. I'm feeling down. I'm feeling down. What? Yeah, I, I mean, but again, that comes down to the the understanding of the person or, or their lack or their mm. lack mm. thereof regarding drill and right. see and that's a, um, a common thing in amongst learners of drill is that you might give them something to translate and they'll look at the first word in the dictionary mm. um, and just grab that um, right. say like for example feeling mm. far far it's <laughs> a, yeah, a totally yeah. different feeling. Pia to, you know, would you say, oh, Pia to Fafa. Pia to Fafa, how you feeling? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, pending, it could be right, you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be a, in a hoey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But those are the sort of things you, because uh, sometimes if you put Tereo into Google Translate and mm-hmm. vice versa, you get this. Yeah. Faka Māori or Faka Pākehā, that's like way off. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. something like this, near. So don't go to Google Translate. Yeah. Oh. They haven't the algorithm yet. And, and because it's like, again, because they may have entered a word into the database that they have that says this is the word for feelings. Mm. And so, you know, they've just randomly selected a word for feelings and then you end up with things like, yeah. you know, mm. I'm feeling down. Yeah. yeah, I had the same chuckle to myself when translating on the weekend. Uh, I think it was me, me who, as oh, in right. one should be passionate. Mm. And I went and looked for a synonym, and I come up with covetous, <laughs> and which is wasn't there. Yeah, and I, and that and it was then I realised covetous doesn't mean that to passionately <laughs> pursue an effort. Aye, aye. Yeah, so be careful, Etiwi. Yeah. It's all, it's all about context. All about context. All about context. And so when translating, when creating new words, you've got to know the context. Otherwise you'll end up, well, you could end up saying something that doesn't, that isn't um, hmm. either relevant to what's being said or isn't appropriate. Would it be fair to say that, because, um, you know, you've got literal translation and then you've got a translation of the essence or mm. the wairua. Would it be loose fair to translation. say... translation? Yeah, loose translation. Would, you know, would it be fair to say you'd exercise the literal translation more so than the uh, loose translation? Or are there times when you deem, ah, oh, actually, I'm going to have payake te whakamauri, te wairua o te kōrero. Yeah, um, most of the work that I do is literal translation. Mm. And even in, in Kurereo stuff, I notice that a lot of people, when translating, do a lot of loose translations right. when they should be more direct translations. And then you have, uh, yeah, some people just don't know when to, you know, mm. when to do have loose translation and when when to have direct translation. And, but that's because they're probably not in the field of translation. 
sometimes they can get too far airy fairy. Yes, um, yes, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so loose that you know there are no boundaries at all. Right. Um, and then they don't know the the reader or the yeah can't understand what they're talking what about, they're about because yeah, yeah, yeah. because in the mind of the person who's put that translation down. They know what they're talking about, but yeah. no one else does. Yeah. You know, and, and so they if you have to give a whole big spiel about what your translation means, yes. I mean that should be the clue to you. You missed the point of your You need someone to translate what you <laughs> yeah, you need someone else to translate <laughs> yours or interpret <laughs> yours. Yeah. I think at the kura at that one a few classes talked about was a saying out of one of the movies. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, a feet kicking here to a bumpy night. It's, it's gonna, gonna be a bumpy, bumpy night. night. Yeah, yeah. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's not fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. No. It's going to yeah. be a bumpy night. night. And they were sort of having a bit of a chuckle about some <laughs> of the things they came up with. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Or even um, you can't handle the truth. You know, from yeah, you uh, a few good men. You know, the, some people you know would say you know kare tai koe te pupuri. Right. Uh, See, so that's yeah. so that's, yeah. following, that's little, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. following the yeah yeah following the literal translation yeah. Right. So that's a that's a reverse, ne? Yeah, or yeah. It's more of a yeah. Mm. Or far far. Yeah, yeah. So how to how to for What's your you can't you couldn't handle the truth. Ka fati to tu ara ite pono. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ka yeah. yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Meaning, yeah, the truth is too much for you. Yeah. Mm. Mm. What is your opinion on so people are quick to look at say oh, we're like Marai? Is it right to say for people to interpret as such? Okay, so Ma is clear and Rai is your. Is that yeah, right? Because a do lot that? of that goes on. Yeah, eh? I'm actually yeah. quite. I'm personally I'm yeah. critical of that. I don't think that's right because even it has its own modi and such. Yeah, I think there's somewhere like when some you've got you a can. conjunction or yeah, you've yeah. got a you know you mm. know that there's definitely two words in there. Yes, you know, yes, like, yeah. Mohi ai whakaaro, whakaaro, you know, era, ingati, some of the other ones, and they come out with these, you know, eerie fairy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like like I said, everyone has the right to mm. have, you know, to have their own theory for mm. every word. Mm. And because I I can't verify where the word originated, yeah. I mean, I, personally, I'm probably, like, probably on, on your, yeah, <laughs> probably on your, on your waka. I mean, I, I don't think marae is ma and rai, just like mm. kaumatua isn't ko and ma and tua. Yeah, kia ora, um, kia ora. But that's my own personal mm. thought. Um, yeah. I can't say that someone else is wrong because I didn't create the word, so yeah. I can't yeah. tell. And I think it's probably their way of finding a, an interpretation of the word. Yeah. 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 And yeah, this is the etymology. Etymology. And so yeah. that's their version and all powers to them. Yeah. Mm. yeah, talking about powers, like Modi is one, mm-hmm. and I had this discussion with Farehuya, mm-hmm. and Kotana, you know, okay, goes, wow, as he gets, oh, he keep my tetahi, you know, kote mau iteri. And he says, well, what if it's ma uri? Aye. Mm-hmm. Or ma uri. Kote and same as wairua. You know? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Some, some say it's erua ngā wai. Yeah. What about te wā i rua? Yeah. Right. Mm. You know, uh, all those types of things. I mean. What about ma? Ma. Ma. But you're right. You know, you know, you can't validate mm. and you can't say, 
kutera ki kitana kutera kitana ai 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 na kem kem tata mute um that expression uh, the, the truth you can't handle the truth mm-hmm. and sort of goes into a question i want to or something to talk about is as the translation because when we teaching kiwaha at kudareo or or anywhere people try and translate a kiwaha mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they get really really hung up yeah or and and you know they 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 need to know why doesn't the kiwaha follow a literal translation yeah mm-hmm. um like things like kamote wehi and um wehi anaite rekareka and you know and, uh, yeah uh so you know how how kōrero ki te hunga when it comes to kiwaha yeah sometimes we can get too wrapped up in the word Mm. Yes. Um, instead of looking further at the context of what something means, and I mean idioms, kiwaha, that they're they don't fit they within yeah. they don't fit within the parameters of grammar. Kia ora. So I mean that, and that's in every language, not just in Te Reo me Te Reo Māori. Mm. So you have to be able to separate kiwaha from wetereo mm. or, or idiomatic expressions from grammar. Mm. And don't mingle them in the same yeah. um, in the same category because I mean even even in English for example you know it's raining cats and dogs I mean th- that has no yeah. uh, cats and dogs mm. has no relevance to heavy rain you know but if you hear that expression no one's going to go no one who knows how to speak English is going to wonder mm. whether there are yeah. cats and dogs raining from the sky or a piece of cake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a piece of cake. That's a piece yeah. of cake, yeah. I, well, Kotaka Te Kapa is one. Yeah. Well, I, why I find Kotaka Te Kapa interesting yes. is it is now an English kiwaha that is out of date mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this generation doesn't use. I haven't heard anyone say Kotaka uh, the penny has dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But Henry Atato uh Rangatahi, you know, Nafakarenga that use Kotaka Te Kapa mm-hmm. as a kiwaha kutakare mohe, which means um, you know the the light went on and kohinātore. yeah, kuahina mm-hmm. and hinātore now is one that Rangi Matamu is being pushing Aye. instead of kuataka te kapa. So you say to a lot, how te tikanga kuataka te kapa, and now they say, oh, it means this. And then if you say to them, and I've it's been at Kurareo, I've said, oh, well, it comes from the kiwaha, the penny is dropped, and everyone's like, huh? <laughs> they never heard that expression yeah. because it's 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 gone. You know, it's from another time, another time, another place. So that's another. That's the other interesting thing, thing about kiwaha. Oh yeah, I mean. We're a really interesting breed, Māori. <laughs> yeah. and, and in that, we really want to hold on to our old sayings. Yes. So, such as, Kotaka Te Kapa. Um, we're not a very fast-changing, evolving Aye. language. Mm. Our language isn't very... It doesn't evolve as quickly as other languages. Mm. And I think that's because we're trying to... At the moment, we're just trying to revitalise the language. Yes. So we're not in the evolving... Uh, period, I suppose, yet. Mm. Um, and so we're just trying to grab everything we can and hold on to it. But, um, I, you know, I I think there needs to be, we need to keep ev- making sure the language evolves, otherwise we'll keep getting stuck in time. Mm. Our language will be stuck mm. in time. I mean, Kotaka Te Kapa is, what, 60, 70 years old. Yeah. Even raining cats and dogs, these stories of when yeah, I mean, no one, no one, no, no one of our generation says it's raining cats yeah. and dogs or anymore. Or throwing the baby up with the bathwater. Yeah, yeah, mm. all those types of things. You yeah. know, the language needs to evolve mm. to ensure that we're current. Otherwise, Aye. we end up. And I think that's the reason why a lot of our young ones sort of turn away from the real. Yeah, 
It's because it's not relevant to their world. Well, even though, even even as we um, we still use well, kupu fagaritem, we talked about types of birds. Mm. To be honest, I don't I don't think I've seen half the birds that I've mentioned in, in a lot of my mihi. Yeah. And so yeah, relevance is a big thing, but also it is important to maintain those. Mm. So instead of you know saying te manu arataki te kahui. You know, because you grew up with Sesame Street and you idolised Big Bird. Uh-huh, hey. You know, next time we <laughs> make it down. Take yeah, yeah. <laughs> two, 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 he makes his own, you know, he, he makes up a transliteration. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, oh, he's got some hard case ones. Like, oh, he's got some pinti. And I go, how's And Langi was there with it. What's the pinti? And Langi goes, boy, I think not too who he No, and that was a, that's a common practice. And, and it's also a an indication it should be an indication to you that the child doesn't know the, or the word for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure. so trying to trying to remain in te reo Māori still. Mm. Mm. I mean, I uh, my children, our youngest son, he would bring a friend over and I remember he came over and he saw our whare and for some reason he thought it was a, a reasonably wealthy-looking whare. Mm. And he said, oh, matua, he riche koutou. <laughs> And I cracked up laughing, you know. And I thought, you know, because he still managed to get the correct structure of the language, uh, but just, you know, the one word he couldn't didn't know in Māori. He and that's something, our t- you know, like... Oh, yeah, our tibuna did all the time. Yeah, yeah. and I always remember the first time I heard uh, English word being pacified. Yes, yeah. uh, and uh, and he's telling me, ah, oh, yes, boy, he opened near the nefare, and you hear it a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. one of my mother's aunties. You know, we, we, they were singing a song, and and kami atakukui akitaku mama. Etu eko, action here mai ngaringa. Aye, yeah, fuck off here, yeah, fuck on here, fuck off here. Yeah, hey, God. <laughs> those are those are yeah, those are different. Where does that sit though? Like Irotoyofakaro, where does that sit in you know with the evolution of the real Māori? And that's a part of it. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. You know, people are still trying to communicate. Mm-hmm. They're following a Maori so is it pigeon Māori? Ko te pigeon Māori tērā oh, hea oh, It would be some type of pigeon Māori. Well, <laughs> sure, sure, Marika, sure, Marika. <laughs> but I, I mean, I remember um, having a conversation with a Japanese friend of mine who taught Japan, Japanese, and he said that in their language they just they do a lot of that mm. in, in Japanese because yeah. for them it's not so much about the word; it's about ensuring that the structure of the language remains the That's same. Too, yeah. Right. yeah. So and you do, and you do, you do hear. Yeah. You're right. Mm. Karungo na hapa ni kore mm. roana. Kare haki haratau. Ken hotoni ko na kupu pakea nei. You hear it. Yeah. yeah. And if we refer to the example of that particular device that freezes and Aye. cooks at, at the same time. Yeah. Whatever the en- name of that device was, you would just put it in the sentence and, mm. and you yeah, just yeah. say the English word for the it. I mean, there's no. I Aye. believe I believe the French language is such as that they don't they haven't they don't create new words for. So the computer in French is computer. Right. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I would rather someone still give me a good structure rather than have every word in Māori. Right. Um, yeah. Obviously, the ideal, in the ideal word, you, you would have a Māori word for that particular Thicker. device. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, I would rather them be able to give me a well-structured sentence with, with, a, with one English word because they don't know the Māori aye, word aye. for it than to have a some gobbledygook <laughs> a ruined sentence and the correct yeah, word. Yeah, with a correct Māori word. I mean, oh, yeah, a farfaki yeah. daddle. Yeah, <laughs> a farfaki <laughs> That's a classic so, example. So, what is how to give a Māori more bench? Pai. To pai? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Pai kai. Pai kai. Kai te ahua te mo mo bench. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Māori matikite. Yeah. yeah. Now, I wanted to, if you don't get to call it all, because I always get asked lots, you know, what does my name mean? <laughs> um, or people that are finding, you know, and I, I caution my whānau and friends when they're making their babies' names up. Aye. And, um, you know, and it, we've talked about why. Right? At the end of the day, it's up to them because they're going to name that child. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what is your our advice to people that are making up babies' names? Because mm. I've heard some, and I don't want to say any, mm-hmm. but I've heard some, and like I said, oh, it doesn't sound Māori. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and to those that are wondering, oh, what does my, because people ask me, what does my name mean? And I'm like, well, I don't know, because literally it could mean this, but I don't name the fuck up of your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> yeah, see? Fafakiraru. <laughs> Fafakiraru. <laughs> yeah, well, like, like I said, and you're right, you know, parents have the right to name their child whatever they like, but from personal experience, when um, our son told us he was going to name his children this name and this name and that name, the first thing I asked was, what is, where does it come from? Mm. Why, why, did, why have you decided to give baby that name? Mm. Because personally, I also think that babies, when given a name, mm. can sometimes take on whatever that, that name comes uh, from. So, um, interestingly enough, the, my names, apart from my first name, my middle names, Heketu and Morella, from my grandfathers. And according to a lot of people, I have traits of my grandfathers. And mm. my, one of my sisters is named after her aunties, our aunties, and one's named after our nannies, mm. etc., etc. And, and we've Somehow, I don't know whether it's a coincidence or whatever, mm. we seem to be um, either emulating some of our growers' traits or attributes and mm. um, or how they are. And um, so I'm always cautious on when, when naming somebody something, mm. where that name comes from and Tika. the fuck up of that mm. word. And so have a warning eh, and get mm. some advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and don't name them after your favourite car. Or, or favorite yeah, well, I mean, that's okay to name them after your favourite yeah. car. That's fine. I mean, because yeah. that has a purpose to it. But right. when you just hear something and say, oh, that sounds lovely, I'm going yeah. to name my child that. Yeah. But don't know where it comes from. It could be something, you know. Macabre. <laughs> I like that word. Well, yeah, like, uh, one of that. our Koroa, my cousin, he's got, was named after as Koroa. Um, and, and I think I'm the only one, and I'm going to be first time I'll share that uh, his name was Tetsuaki, our Koroa. And he was born, this Koroa was born at the time his uncle, uh, he drowned in the mm. river. Mm-hmm. Oh. And when he was found, 
he'd been his, oh, his right. two papaka got snagged. Oh, right. And, and it, it, he looked like a gutted fish. Mm. Wow. So they named when he was born, they named him Tetuaki mm. in wow. memory of what happened. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, Tetuaki means what it is, but it's the fuck up behind the mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. What does Tuaki mean for for our listeners? Yeah, to gut to, to gut, gut. Oh. a fish. Yeah, or to yeah. I think that's a while we're on the, the thing of names, we uh, our tupuna went through different stages, eh? And they then they took on another name, such as was um Tafiao and, and Putato. Mm. Yeah. As we we're talking, yeah. Well, you know, and you know, you watch the Fanonga from Turtle Island, the Indians, for want of a better place name America, which they don't like to refer to oh. as America. You know, they have their names like uh Blows in the wind and, mm, and things like that. If you if you looked at our names, na ingwa Māori, mm-hmm. and yeah. they, in a literal translation, they they they're the uh, same. And named after events, so they weren't, so they were remembered, and also you knew yeah. how long ago that event was based on the yeah. age of that person. Yeah. yeah, we got a cousin. He doesn't talk right because um, my auntie named them the first thing that landed on his head. So my cousin Fridge isn't very well. Hey. <laughs> 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 what is your advice? Um, kite hunga e hi ana kite fai ite nei huarahi. To be a to be a translator, mm-hmm. how o korero aki aki arata menga korero afi nei arata. Uh, yeah, it's important to have a very broad understanding of the language and and right across the spectrum as well. Not just grammar, not just be a good grammarian and and know your grammar back to front. But also knowing idioms, knowing uh, proverbs, knowing tribal expressions. Mm. It's important to, to have a broad knowledge of the real if you're wanting to do translation. It, it's not just, oh, I have a you know a degree in te reo Māori and mm. so I'm ready to do translation. Mm. Um, you have to have had exposure to a lot of different types of language and um, different genres mm. and it's something that you have to be disciplined to do you know you can't let your emotions guide you in, in, in translating as much as you want to it's not a difficult thing to do if you're disciplined mm. and you're passionate about doing it not covetous <laughs> um, my advice to those that want to do translation is go and expose yourself to as many different real environments as possible mm. so that you're um, familiar with other types of language apart from that that you may already which you may already know and get some good books that may have a translated version of such as what's Hemi's one standing sleep standing something like that yeah. and, and and then you know so you can get an idea of you know mm. how yeah. things should be translated or or, or uh, could be translated watching Māori television motetia Yep, yeah, So broad knowledge of kiwaha yeah. as well. Broad knowledge of the idiom. Yeah, idiom. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah also, and we must acknowledge um, the work of Panya. I have a few of her the children books that she translated, um, mm. Kui to Kiwi series, and I saw the English. Yeah, I saw the and English. I edited those. Yeah, and <laughs> oh, those I could that. see how how much of an effort it took. Yeah. Because to maintain the the nuances that mm-hmm. the, the English version had, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's really oh those yeah. cartoons were you know people thought 
think, oh, it's here or tamariki, so that it's easy. Yeah, yeah. But that that was probably the hardest. It would, yeah, I could because you so. have so many, like SpongeBob. There's so many things that that, that are just totally contextually and culturally foreign, oh, right? To yeah. to Maori. You know, I mean, lighting a fire in water. You know, I mean, I mean, not only yeah, is yeah. that culturally um, foreign, but it's just yeah. Just and then the show, it's the show has its own idioms mm-hmm. and kiwaha. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, f- and and having fish talk. Yeah, you know, and you know, because one um, one of the sentences was, "Ask that man over there," but it was a fish, so you wouldn't say "pātahia te ra tangata kura," you know, because tangata is not. It wasn't a tangata. It wasn't it was a, a tangata. Fish. It wasn't a, yeah, you know, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all those types of things. And, and you, you're, I was constantly having linguistic battles in my mind or, or cultural battles mm. in my mind. How can I translate that? Mm. Because in Māori, they will hear the word tangata and see the fish on the yeah, screen. Yeah. So there's going to be a clash there. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> if I'm ever far, far kiraro, you know, <laughs> I can watch this, you know, watch and re-listen to this again on our platforms. I just want to state for the record that mm. I'm also, um, like you, I, I wouldn't class myself a matangareo, but it's something I'm passionate about. Mm. Yeah. Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora. Before you go, ko tata e te iwi is a sharing song composed by Tui Ngāwai, who is one of the prolific composers from Te Tairawhiti. And the Heketu has a connection to Ngai Wikato Te Tairawhiti. <laughs> no roto mai o te whāna rua taupare a Tokomaru. And this is a shearing song and um, it talks about, wow, some of the antics that happened in the shearing gang. We're going to sing the first four verses uh, and we're going to sing it because it's a bilingual waiata. Uh, yeah. Say, kwene tata te waiata. Te waiata tēne wiki and you can Google the rest, find the words. Ko te waiata nei kei tangi a Big Ben. Haruru o te mihini mako mako Kei te puku, kei te papa Ngā ringa o hakararo miai Kia kahara, kei tangi a pepe Kei tangi, kei tangi Kei te noho pukura te tokoro E a Māori bus e whakatonga Kite koro ua, kite hapa hapa mo te ruarau Kia kahara, kei tangi a pepe Kingi oro mona Kingi oro mona, te tangata matauranga Kei te whakapaue Whakarongo e te inga ki te hana o te mosquito Kia kahara kei tangi a pepe 
Bawehenga praihete, uwa wehenga praihete kaite makariri ne fetu marama. Kangu tsungu tsua hikite tarai wakia epeke. Kya kahara keitangi a big bay? So was that a shearing gang or a shearing gang? Just to remind everybody, um, because we've reminded ourselves that in another couple of weeks we'll be entering into the month of Mahuru. Mahuru Mariku Atai Mai. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that was a clue. So Mahuri Māori, yes, Mahuri Māori is coming up. And if you don't know what Mahuri Māori is, yeah. Mahuri Māori is an initiative that Plone Groin started in 2014 as a social experiment with the goal to speak Māori no matter where he goes, no matter who he talks to. So that is Mahuri Māori, uh, pretty much in a nutshell. So mm. um, yeah, you speak. I speak, whoever's doing the Mahuri Māori challenge only speaks Māori mm-hmm. for the duration of Mahuri Māori. That's that's like the platinum of Mahuri Māori. And then there's like... So the platinum. Yeah, yeah, then there's the gold section, which is like you speak Te Reo Māori for one week of the month. Mm. And then silver section is you speak for one day of every week of, every of week, the yeah. month. Or you speak as much Te Reo as you can. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So Mahuri Māori is coming up in another couple of weeks uh, because Mahuri starts Aye. or September even though if you've listened to our other podcasts with Langi you'll know it's not really Mahuri we'll still be in yeah. um, Hereturi Kuka <laughs> but, <laughs> but going with the names of the month to the calendar the Gregorian calendar it's Mahuri which means that Totoko Mahuri Māori the, the Taringa the Taringa podcasts um, in the, for the duration of Mahuri will only be in Te Reo Māori. So, get ready. Get ready. And I know there's a lot of listeners out there that have been listening since last Mahuri Māori, actually. Hi. Even those people on that plane that's flying over the building at the moment that's going to come through, maybe, they might be doing Mahuri Māori. Hi. Yeah, so um, we've got lots of support out there. We've been supported by Te Tairawhiri i Te Reo Māori um, this year. We've also been supported by um, Te Puni Kōkiri and Te Mātāwai. So yeah, whether you've got a, I still, we encourage you to listen. So all our avid listeners out there, keep listening through Mahuru and see what you can pick up. Everybody, gather up close, everybody. Can't, can't move that body. Can't, can't move that body. Taringa.
brought to you by Te Wānanga o Aotearoa. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe. Taringa, whakarongo mai. <laughs>